0: Good love, queens are too old, just queens. Their time has come. United Queen darling. We are very excited today to have the legendary star Drag Queen from Drag Race UK season one, the iconic Cheryl Hole. <laughs> iconic? Wow. <laughs> See, that's why we love you because you are humble. <laughs> that's how we like our I'm British drag queen. <laughs> and you are in panto at the moment. You are getting dick whittington. I, I'm
1: definitely getting dick down right now, darling. <laughs>
0: <laughs> is that why we've not got the visual on? <laughs> so you can get up to some naughty business. Um, is this your first ever panto? Do you know what?
1: It's quite funny because I literally did. Dick Whittington back at her upstairs bit rest in peace, in 2017. Oh, so I'm very adverse to this show, but I'm literally playing the complete opposite role that I did last time.
0: What were you last time?
1: So I was playing the damsel in distress Alice last time, and now I'm playing the lead, Dick Whittington. So it's a complete flip of the script. Like... Character research, I've had to go to obnoxious dickheads instead of damsel in distress.
0: <laughs> and do you prefer dick? <coughs> oh, yeah. do you
1: know what, <laughs> well, You don't have to tempt me with a good time with a good dick.
0: <laughs> Sorry, I didn't think the questions were going to get this personal. I
1: mean, I mean, buy a girl a drink first. I'll have a body record,
0: please. <laughs> um, and have you always been a fan of pantomimes yourself?
1: Oh, truly, one hundred percent. I remember going to see pantos as a child in the good old Chelmsford Civic Theatre, and like it's just such a fun night out. Like you could be four or forty and still enjoy the exact same show because there's so many puns and innuendos in like traditional pantos that go straight over the kids' heads but are there for the adults. But the pantos that I'm doing at the moment is just like pure, unadulterated adult humour, which. I mean, it's right up
0: my streets. Oh, have you got a filthy sense of humour? I hadn't noticed. (laughs) Who, me? (laughs) (laughs) By the way, are you from Chelmsford?
1: I am indeed. Because
0: I live in Loughton. I've just become an Essex girl just this year, and I absolutely love it.
1: I mean, Loughton is technically Essex, but if a London bus or tube goes there, I call
0: it Essex because it's fake Essex. Fessex, oh my God, I'm going to use that. Because, yeah, I don't feel like... It does feel like the, kind of the best of both worlds, I think. But I think I do need to explore real Essex more, but it's just so fucking big. I don't even know where to start. It's absolutely massive.
1: I didn't realise how big it was until I moved out and looked at a map for the first time.
0: Look at us educating ourselves Educate
1: in Essex, bring it back
0: (laughs) And um, in Dick Whittington You're working with your good friend Kitty Scott Claus Lord help us all (laughs) Oh sorry, is she not your friend? Have I got that wrong?
1: (laughs) No, no They made a big mistake casting us both together Because we're never going to get any work
0: done And um, has Drag Race changed her?
1: Oh, 100%. No, I'm joking. Do not (laughs) quote me on that. She will murder me. No. In all honesty, from the minute that she was cast, to the minute she went, to the minute she came back, she has not changed as a human being once. And like, you can always tell with your friends, the ones that are going to have their feet firmly planted on the ground. Because at the end of the day, we're all here doing the same job that we have done. It's just we're on a TV show instead of twirling in a bar in Camden, you know?
0: and did you was it a good resource for her having you because you could tell her give her advice and tell her what the experience was going to be like
1: I mean I feel like everything in my life I'm always the first to do it so everybody follows in my footsteps with the advice and mistakes that I made <laughs> so she she got, she got a badge, which is more than I got. She got one more episode further. She made it to the final than I didn't. So she learned from my mistakes.
0: <laughs> Everyone considers you to have won the makeover challenge, though the fans decide, don't they? And they always, whenever there's a debate on Reddit about robbed queens in a, a for a challenge, they always bring up that one of you.
1: I'm glad after all these years that people still think of little old Shazzy. but do you know what, I don't really go on anything like Reddit or whatnot because I i wouldn't say I'm a sensitive person but I like to just you know, focus on my work do what I need to do and not get caught up in people's opinions and like, whatnot. like of course you need feedback to improve as an artist, I will never shut out all feedback and honesty but like When people are being rude and mean for the sake of being mean, and especially on platforms that you know it's going to be there, I will literally do what I need to do and then just disappear.
0: I think that's a very mature approach to it. Although it's funny that when I interviewed Theresa a few weeks ago, she said the same thing. And I said to her what I said to you. It's funny that like, you two would avoid it, but you two are t- two of the queens who like, would never get any shade on there. So it's the ones who are avoiding it who actually don't really need to avoid it if they wanted to. But it's probably a bit good rule for life anyway.
1: I mean, I don't play Shag, Mary avoid live on stage, so I don't have to worry about anything like that.
0: Um, of course and um, what did you make of season 3 of Drag Race UK
1: do you know what it is so great getting to see queens who especially for season 3 a lot of the queens were very fresh on the scene and just seeing their growth and evolution and seeing these girls get an opportunity I was so honoured to see so many of my good friends because it's very hard for me like the drag scene in the UK is relatively small you know so like you get to know everybody on the scene it's not like in america where 14 queens can walk into the workroom and you won't know a single one so it's been nice knowing everybody going in and just seeing what they do with this opportunity because everybody's different everybody wants to do such different things with the show and i think every season brings a different batch of queens we've seen from season two the fashion girls like taste, and Bimini absolutely destroying the scene. Like Lawrence and Bimini being like literacy divas now. So I'm, I'm excited to see what comes from season three. Like they're very musical theater and like singing bass, So I'm expecting a lot of music from them. Unlike the season one, the queens who shouldn't have put out music. I'm, I'm joking. <laughs> you
0: said it now, it's too late. Don't blame it on yeah. the edit. <laughs> Next
1: up, um, play, play me on the attic.
0: <laughs> well, season one, your season, uh, was obviously beloved and season two was. And th- season three feels a lot more mixed. Is that quite nice for you in a way? Because it means that to come from a season that's well-received and then when you watch a season like this that's been quite controversial, you're like, oh, I'm glad that wasn't me.
1: I don't think it was that controversial. Yes, there were some challenges that people were like, oh, this is a bit hokey-pokey, hodgepodge. Um, <laughs> do you know what? It was. I thought it was an excellent season, and there were so many challenges that I would have loved to have done. I would have loved to have done all. I would have loved to have done the comedy roast, even though I'm not like I'm like stupid funny. I'm not like ha ha, write some jokes funny. I just would have loved the challenge. I would have loved to have done the fun ball as well because I just love pushing the boundaries.
0: Well, if you do do a comedy roast IRL, then you should hire me as a right ex I write for a lot of the queens. I have emailed you before, actually, but you've been a bit too busy, booked and busy to get back to me. But we will forgive you.
1: <laughs> oh, babes, do you know what? Do you know how terrible I am with messages? Like, I need to hire a full team just to be on my, on my emails, babes.
0: <laughs> it's because you're always on grindroids. No, I'm joking. I know you're a married lady.
1: She's <laughs> a married lady? Only on the weekends. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and um, how did you feel about Kitty doing the GC? Right. On sketch game. going to be
1: controversial. I want somebody to do the GC on every single season now because it's like... <laughs> me on season one, we had the real GC on season two, we had Kitty on season three. I just want somebody to walk into the workroom. Their first line is, I'm going to do the GC for Snatch Game.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, this might be a controversial opinion, but I thought yours was better than Kitty's. I mean, it won't be controversial no. to you, because I guess it's a compliment, but...
1: <laughs> but I, mean, I did... It was hardly a stretch for me, was it?
0: Well, I remember when we recapped because um, we recap every episode of Drag Race and we were recapping your season. And I was like, I thought you were really funny and good in the Snatch Game, but I was like, why didn't she use a lot of Gemma's catchphrases? And then I heard in an interview later that you'd said you did use them, but they didn't air them. So... Um, yes,
1: there was, uh, there was an entire round where I sat with sunglasses on and Ro was like, Gemma, are you okay, Gemma? I was like, no, nah, Ro. I've had enough of playing games. I'm fucking games out. These producers told me that there'd be two questions. We're on round four, and I was like, "Oh, gosh, you're finding round."
0: <laughs> See, why didn't they? I guess because you were safe. They didn't need to like show all your best bits as much. But you'd think they would just show everyone's funniest moments. Um, but I, I guess thought, I thought
1: it was great
0: but I guess they, they were saving it for someone else to do it, apparently. Um, have you met the GC since then?
1: Yes, I actually have. I haven't seen her in a long time, because obviously Miss Pandemica, but you know what, she is still- an <laughs> Is she on season girl, four? So
0: okay.
1: she, yeah, she'll be in for season four. She's walking into the workroom. I've got, I've got room on the phone. She says she's so excited for her to be cast.
0: <laughs> um, did she tell you what, Gemma Collins tell you what she thought of your impression then?
1: She, she was like, Cheryl, my angel, I love being pressured, but the j never has ropes. And I actually went and found some pictures of her with roots, and I was like, well...
0: Oh, bitch, you've got the receipts.
1: <laughs> don't, don't come with me. I will pull all the receipts. I'm the... I'm right, I will, I will not lie to you, Ed. My camera roll is on a ridiculous amount. It's like 68,000 photos and videos just because I keep everything. And do you know why? Because I will remember on the 14th of February, 2017, somebody did a messy death drop in a show and I'm going to put it on their Facebook <laughs> for their birthday. Oh,
0: God, remind me not to ever cross you. My God. See, I. <laughs> yeah, because I, um, I have such issues with the cloud, it's basically a long-running trauma, trauma. so I don't actually have most of my pictures. I wish I was as organized as you. I
1: mean, I've got 20, 20 uh, not 20, two terabytes of storage on my iCloud, so nobody go back
0: in there. See, I don't even know what those words mean. It's just complete complete gobbledygook to me. Um, you've been recapping the looks on Fashion Photo Review, which was cool to see. Um, do you find it hard when you're critiquing the queens when it's your friends and you know them?
1: Do you know what? They must have gone through so many queens to get to me to do fashion photo review.
0: <laughs> oh my God, you're so da- self-deprecating, but everyone loves you. Of course they'd want to see you on it.
1: Do you know what? I actually had so much fun doing it because the thing is, is I I have such a passion for drag and like, People will only remember the hodgepodge looks I had on season one and not realize how much I've grown and evolved and stepped on my drag. Even from the, the filming to the cast announcement, we had four months in between filming and being revealed as the cast. And my drag changed so much in that time. And I, I, I do have an eye for detail and I do have an eye for things. So I will clock you if you've got uh a silver shoe with gold accessories and it's not meant to go those are the things i'm going to pick up like some people some people are scared to be cancelled for speaking their opinions on people's favorites but at the end of the day we're all saying it it's just somebody saying it on a public platform, do you know what I mean? And it's never with malice with me, ever. I only ever want to uplift and bring up the Queens and celebrate what they do because I know how hard it is to get ready for drag race and some queens do forget where they've come from and like only having twenty quid in the bank just to get a look together for the club night. But you know what? I will always give my unadulterated, honest opinion and then loan you a wig <laughs> <'Cause> I <will laughs> give my own show,
0: my own back for people Well just to lift you up for a second um, I don't think you're remembered mostly for bad runway looks at all I think people remember you for your personality because you became kind of like the lovable narrator of the season kind of like the um, like the Katya Jujubee style thing, I think that's what people remember you most for I um,
1: oh, well, I'm I'm taking this I'm ready for another week of mediocre to the bank every single Monday without fail.
0: <laughs> yeah, that gets quoted a lot, doesn't it? <laughs> um so when you watch Drag Race now, do you get the urge to return? Do you think, Oh, what would I have done in this challenge, this challenge?
1: Oh, it's so easy just to sit on your sofa and go, Oh, a fruit runway, I would have come out as like a like a
0: vine of strawberries and like picked one off and ate it myself but that it's sounds very, very mediocre. No,
1: I'm joking. <laughs> Don't stop. Oh, I will hang up this for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, i know. In all honesty, it's so it's so easy to sit at home and say, like, I would love I would love to go back in a heartbeat. But you know what? I will go back when the time is right, when the moment's right, and <laughs> whenever they call me, because you know I'm on standby whenever. <laughs>
0: Um, do you, would you feel like you would be more competitive if you went back and you'd, would you go in with kind of an Alaska, I'm going to win, nothing's going to stand in my way? Or would you go in a more just like you did before, like I just want to go on, have fun, show my drag and see what happens? No,
1: so I think if I was to ever go back, I would just go back with a mindset of, look, let's just showcase you at your best, show the evolution and show why you deserve to come back. Because the people that come back, they're up, they're, they're back for a reason. People wanna see show Kool-Aid. They wanna see Juju B for 47 times. Like, they wanna see what they bring to this era of their drag. And I think of that, like, I look back at when I started in 2016, that was a time stamp, And then I look at myself, the 2018, 19 era, and then I count, like, 2021, and that era is like the current moment. And I'm just looking forward to seeing where I'm gonna take my drag. So if another season of Drag Race happens within one of those timestamps, it will be a little log, a little memory book. And I'm just excited, yeah.
0: Well, I think there's enough seasons to do an All Stars now in the UK, because it seemed a bit premature for a while, but now, and there's so many queens that people wanna see again. So I think they should do one soon.
1: Tea coffee for all stars.
0: Oh, definitely. I think she's a shoe in as, as I think you are as well. Um, would you do Strictly Come Dancing if you ask? Because I feel like they're going to cast one of the queens from Drag Race at some point soon.
1: Look, you don't have to ask me twice. I'm a celebrity. It's Strictly Come Dancing. I will be there in a heartbeat because these are shows that I've grown up with and I've loved and I've adored. And in all honesty, it's a challenge and it's pushing yourself. Like, I'm a trained dancer in contemporary dance. I've never done ballroom and Latin in my life. So it would be a challenge and a task for me. It's not easy, but why would you want to do stuff in life that's just easy and you're just going to glide your way through? You want life to be exciting.
0: Well, we need to see death drops on Strictly. I think it's sorely missing from it.
1: I just want Craig to say fab. You lust once and
0: I'll be done. I got it once. He judged me and I won a a thing that he judged. Uh, It was for just journalists doing like a pretend strictly thing. Well, he didn't say fabulous, but he did give me the the fake crown thingy. Um, (laughs) So I want to say congratulations. You got married in September. Oh,
1: thank you, my darling.
0: How has that whole experience been? How do you feel?
1: Do you know what, nothing's changed. <laughs> We're just, <laughs> just literally just the same people with a with a nice ring on our fingers. No. With it no was money left. <laughs> glorious day. And honestly, it was just lovely to be surrounded by our friends and our family. Like we made sure that everybody was safe. We did all lateral flow tests. I made people do two lateral flow tests before they arrived, like the day before and the day of just to make sure. And in all honesty, It was the most smoothest running day that I've ever had in my life. And people tell you, be prepared for the worst because things could go wrong. Nothing did. And I I just had the best time.
0: Those are people who haven't been on Drag Race. Once you've been on Drag Race, a wedding probably is like a walk in the park, really, isn't it?
1: (laughs) Oh, trust and believe. (laughs) Trust and believe.
0: Did you cry?
1: Do you know what? I'm not really a cry cryer. The only time I cried was with Blue at like two o'clock in the morning and we were like reminiscing, but you know when you're so bloody drunk and like (laughs) one little thing sets you off. I didn't cry walking down the aisle. I got a bit choked up, but like, I'm a very composed person. It wasn't until I was absolutely bladdered that I was like, I love you. Oh God, I sound like Barney.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I've definitely been there, drunk and crying. That's my middle names. Um, And you and your husband, you also work together, don't you?
1: Yeah, so he's my personal assistant slash touring manager. So he travels with me here, there, and everywhere. I've actually given him the day off today. (laughs) How kind of me! Uh,
0: Such a nice trust.
1: Back from the whole hydrangea tour, literally finished yesterday, and I was on a train at eight am to come back down to London. I put him in an Addison Lee back to Essex. And I jumped on the shoot straight to rehearsals. So he had to unpack all the four suitcases when I got home and wash my smelly tights.
0: <laughs> Is it um, challenging working together and making that dynamic work or does it come quite naturally?
1: It's always been very natural for us because we have worked together. We used to do club events together. We used to be in the event coordinator. So we would work together at least once a week, even before we were in a relationship. So we oh, knew each right. other inside and out. And it was just inevitable that this was going to happen. And in all honesty, I don't know how the girls do it where they travel by themselves, because one, I find it very lonely. Two, I really struggle like getting my shit together. Like just having that extra pair of hands just to pass you your shoes and to go speak to the tech guy. So you don't have to leave the dressing room. like. It's stuff like... I never like to shatter the illusion when I'm at an event. I like to keep it all very magical and spectacle.
0: Pure diva. And we love it. And um, would you two ever want to start a family? Or would you be much too busy?
1: Right. I'll it again in 10 years. The whole drag thing slows down and I've got time to nurse a baby at three year maybe but until then <laughs> I'm just going to keep on the grind doing my damn thing like I'm a hustler baby I will say yes to everything and like I th- we were looking at my calendar um, earlier in rehearsals and like I am flat out for another three weeks straight so <laughs> mm-hmm. my, my next day off is basically the 20th of December so roll on Christmas
0: well it's good to be busy Um, A family that you are part of is the House of Edwards. I know they adopted you. Is there anything you can tell us about the iconic Alyssa Edwards that we don't already know?
1: Alyssa is honestly just one of the most kind, humble queens that will look out for you no matter what. And I will love her forever and always. Like when she came over and she did her London show, Uh, I made sure that I was there when she was out of her quarantine and like anything she needed. We went for dinner and like she was just so thankful that I was here to be hands on. But you would be for your peers and your friends and your family.
0: Yeah, I'd take Alyssa out for dinner, of course. Um, What other drag queens have inspired you? What are your big drag inspirations?
1: Do you know what? I'm always a big fan of like, showgirl glamour, but I love the realism touch. So like anything that is high fashion, but covered in rhinestones and feathers and just really has a spectacle, I'm there 100%. It's like, whenever I wanna walk out on stage, I want people to be mesmerized.
0: Oh, and they are indeed. Um, and I know you're a big fan of girl bands. What have you made of all the little mixed drama with Jessie? Uh,
1: I'm keeping my mouth shut so I don't get into trouble.
0: <laughs> <laughs> There's a first. <laughs> I know. Well, um, it's been absolutely lovely speaking to you, Cheryl. Um, that has all my questions. Like You've been a delight. And yeah, thank you so much for coming on United Queens. And <laughs> we love you, babes. Sorry, I sound like I RuPaul you, doing an accent.
1: Essex TV.
0: <laughs> Yes, I shall see you around Essex. It's the only way.
1: Amazing, babe. You look after yourself. Lots
0: girl. of love. Enjoy the show. Bye. You, bye.